Welcome to the Independent Oxford podcast, sponsored by Story94. I'm Rosie, and along with my indie partner Anna, we run Independent Oxford. It's a community to support and champion indie businesses in Oxfordshire. In this series, I'll be guiding you through some of Oxfordshire's best indie journeys and adventures, and I hope you'll join me for the ride. My name's Stephen Andrews, I'm I'm company owner of Stephen Andrews Bespoke. I set the company up almost five years ago now after working in the sort of kitchen furniture industry as a a sales designer for a number of years. And um, I set it up really because uh, I want to offer clients a a great deal of flexibility when it comes to manufacturing or or designing a a kitchen or, or indeed a piece of furniture. Um, where I was working, there were certain limitations to the design process and also in terms of the um, the furniture that they could build. Um, so my my company specialised in doing pretty much anything that the client might want. Um, so kind of opening that um, flexibility up in terms of the design style and in terms of, you know, things like sizes of cabinetries, the first thing that you can you know, do differently to, to what you might get for off the shelf, for example. So it really is a kind of a bespoke service to whatever kind of size or space that you have. Yeah, completely. I mean, that's that's pretty much where it starts. Um, and then, you know, anything from there that you, you might be able to, to imagine or conceive, you know, can be done. I mean, it's just a question of, of, of cost, obviously. That's a big factor. Yeah. Um, you know, the more expensive materials are obviously going to, you know, need to be kept in check if, if budget's tight or, or whatever so there's there's various different things you have to navigate within the process but I always guide a client through that so that you know you're picking materials and the choices you're, you're, you're making are um, make sense for the project and, and, and aren't going to either blow the budget or if you want to go all out and you know make it super special then you can as well. So with that in mind where do you start when designing a kitchen? Is it, I mean, obviously you're kind of looking at the, the budget to start with and then what happens after after that? I, I don't really focus on budget initially. Um, I, I try not to let that sort of lead the conversation because, it, it you know, it, obviously it's, 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 a, it's a factor, but you don't want to inhibit the design process either. So I try and I try and start from really from a brief of what they want. Um, and how that is all going to sort of, you know, that that will then show exactly how you know much it's going to cost down the line. But you know, it helps to start a creative process by being able to really uh, attribute what what they want uh, into the space, and and then from there we can we can always you know tweak things if if budget is affected. But um, but yeah, and I you know I guide clients very very carefully down that that path. But in also that brief. That we that we write together is it enables me to understand how much scope and design flexibility I've got within the process, or whether they they have a fixed idea, or whether I can you know interject my thoughts and ideas to them as well. So it's really so it really is a, a kind of creative process that that's that's the, the starting point. A hundred percent, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, physically, you know, once you know, it, it, once we've done the brief and we've got a, a you know a, a sort of a clear idea of what the 
task that we're doing, whether it's a kitchen project or a wardrobe project or any other room that we might or piece of furniture that we're doing. Once that's done, then we start to go and delve into like the detail. So if it's if it's for a kitchen, you know, we'll be looking at what kind of appliances that are going, we're going to have in there. So the fixed variables that we need to work around. So, you know, I can actually physically lay out the, the design on paper. And then from that, you can start to develop an actual physical design. So it's, yeah, it's a really, um, it's a, it's a very clear path that I take with the client, but it's, um, yeah, it's super creative and, and it is super fun. I really enjoy it. Amazing. So what, what do you kind of ask customers to think about when, when they're embarking on a new kitchen project? Because obviously, you know, everybody uses that space in, in a very kind of particular way, don't they? Yeah. I mean, I guess I go back to, you know, the, the appliances thing, you know, I, I try and take an outline of what they're, what they need. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in t- in terms of inspiration, and I, you know, I would certainly ask them if if they've got any specific ideas about what they're looking for, uh, or whether or whether they're offering me the you know the chance to to give them ideas and, mm-hmm. and to sort of create an inspire inspiring idea or design for them. And, and often it's kind of a mixture of the two. We sort of I collaborate with with customers to create. Um, the space that they need. Um, I, I wouldn't say, you know, I, someone says to me, you know, you can do anything. I mean, it, that wouldn't really be a kitchen that they would end up wanting, to be honest, because it wouldn't, it, I wouldn't have their um, their personality, their their, yeah. their their characteristics within that with that consultation. So, yeah, it's really a collaborative approach. So, do you look at kind of the latest trends when you're collaborating with a with a client? And kind of thinking about, you know, it seems to be all kind of black taps. And you know, that seems to be a big thing in, in interiors at the moment. I mean, trends, you know, obviously they come and go and people, you know, do um, like, you know, for example, you know, grey is, 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 is very on trend um, in terms of kitchens anyway and, and, and some furniture. But uh, and also, you know, dark, darker greys in particular or blues can be quite popular now as well. But I, I try not to get to to sort of um into that um area because you know you don't want the the project to become dated and so you know again it really is about sort of trying to come up with something unique and that's one of the things with each project i do i I try and design you know a new project i'm not trying to recreate what i've done with another client or you know what someone else has done at another company and you know i might we might use that as inspiration for sure but it's always you know coming at it fresh and trying to trying to really push the design to the to the limit and where you know trying to create something new so that's and that's what sort of drives me to to take on a new client and do another project I I don't want to just recreate the last one and I'm sure they don't either because you know everyone wants to have something that's you know specific to them yeah and fits with their lifestyle everybody everybody uses spaces in different ways don't they yeah yeah for sure absolutely and and that that plays a massive role in it so I mean that again you know is 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 probably the, the most important part of it is the function of it so yeah the designing around their needs is yes yeah, an absolute starting point yes yeah, it's, it's um it must be it must be really kind of rewarding when you see it all coming together at the end and you're you're almost kind of like an engineer aren't you kind of you know fitting fitting the space to to match the the client yeah yeah oh, 100% yeah what stage of the process do you love the most or is the kind of aspects in every every bit of it i do i love the whole i love the whole thing but um mm. the the design process you know that that creative process is is absolutely the best yeah. and you know i 
just been sort of finishing up one project just this week and uh you know it's great to see the whole thing come to life and you know i i try and do really clear visuals for people when i'm doing the design process sort of in the in the middle of the pro the whole lifespan of the project but yet to see it coming to life is great but yeah. starting the project and just going from that initial conversation and and uh you know finding out what their inspiration is what their ideas are and 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 trying to input my ideas as well is is possibly the most it's probably the most exciting and fun part for me hmm. oh amazing so when you are considering the design and the materials that you use do you think about sustainability and the in- environmental impact of the projects that you make yeah ab- absolutely 100 i mean the you know from the get-go i think with a with a bespoke handmade product piece of furniture whatever it is inherently sustainable because it lasts so long you know it's built with quality you know quality materials mm. hardwoods and you know plywood i use an awful lot which is incredibly robust um so the sustainable you know sort of longevity of of the materials is is absolutely there and will enable you know, the kitchen whatever to last for years and years um in terms in terms of you know the sourcing of that as well you know i i have all of the you know fsc timber suppliers locally that that are you know sort of able to track the the tree that was you know that was used that was cut down and that was, you know the timber's from so yeah absolutely the sustainability factor is massive uh, and and now you know moving into when we even sort of transport finished project you know where where possible um we blanket wrap the cabinets um, so that we can reuse the blankets. We're not, you know, having to package all the cabinets in plastic or, okay. you know, anything. Uh, it, it's, you know, and they're, and they're still, you know, protected to, to be moved. And, and, and where we do have to use, um, you know, any protective edgings or um, wrapping of, of such, we, we do try and um, to reuse it as well and bring it back to the workshop um, after. So, yeah, super keen to be, you know, sustainable. It's, it's obviously super important to maintain it care for the environment and all that brilliant do you have like a favorite material that you like to work with oh 100 plywood yeah i i, I mean it, as a as a sort of substrate for cabinetry and that and this is you know more specific to kitchens i think plywood just it, it has a, a durability that's just so so much better than that of you know the and this is not to, to say badly of MDF, but, you know, it is just a, a harder, more durable product. MDF has its purpose and we we do use it as well. Um, and not so much just as a budget factor, but, you know, it's 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 better in certain areas. You know, if you want to have it a nice flat painted surface, MDF is brilliant. But in terms of a robust material then, uh, and for large expanses of that as well, where you've got, you know, cupboards, uh, for example, a big larder or uh, wardrobes even, um, then yeah, um, you know, plywood uh, can be the sort of birch um, or oak uh, veneered on top, or you can do a bespoke veneer as well. So there's so much scope with that material, and it, it will just last forever. It's a brilliant, brilliant product. Amazing. So looking to the future now, what are your kind of hopes and and plans for for the business going forwards? I guess over the last four or five years, it's really been getting getting established, and you know now. You know, we're, we're set up well in the workshop in Oxfordshire and I'm, you know, working with a small team at the moment, but I'm, I'm wanting to build on that. Um, so that, you know, is my sort of small to short to medium term plan is to get team um, numbers up and, and get the production 
rate um you know up as well um so that we can cater for you know the the, the clients that we've got and you know get projects turned around maybe a little bit quicker so that's the sort of the, the more immediate plan um and then you know from there it's it's just really carrying on and just you know d meeting more people and doing more projects and yeah just really keeping it going i mean you know from there i just want to be able to to get in front of clients that, that want a bespoke product and you know maybe that other companies don't don't cater for what they what they want so it really is about kind of keeping that that creativity at the core of everything that you do yeah ab absolutely i mean that's that hits the nail on the head completely i mean that that's where it all started you know it's, I, I wanted to create a company that is all about the design and creativity um and i, I don't want to let the growth of the company sort of dilute that either so it's it's maintaining that throughout and and that's what that you know the, the growth of the company and getting it to this point has been, you know, all four. So I can just, yeah, get in front of people that want to have that service. You've been listening to the Independent Oxford podcast, sponsored by Story94. You can find out more about our community at independentoxford.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please do rate, review and subscribe to help more people hear our indie stories. Bye for now.